Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we are going to be previewing and giving y'all some predictions about the upcoming week three of the 2022 NFL season as we have some pretty key matchups and obviously we'll preview them a little bit later in today's episode. But first, guys, before we do start talking about all of the NFL action that we have going on this weekend, I first want to talk to y'all a little bit about Anchor.fm's monthly supporter program. Now, I know I just had to add earlier on, but I do want to talk to y'all a little bit about this because it helps me personally. Um, it's it's pretty much like any type of subscription you do anywhere else. It's $4.99 a month, but it also, most importantly, allows me to better the podcast, be able to give members exclusive perks, and then also be able to give y'all some exclusive podcast episodes and everything like that. But, I mean, once again, it is not required. I'm not telling y'all y'all have to do it to listen to me because I simply support y'all just showing up every episode, giving a like, comment, you know, rec- recommendation, review, whatever you might have it. I appreciate any type of support y'all show to the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And I also want to say uh, thank y'all for 200 followers on Instagram. I know it's not a huge number, but for me, that means the absolute world because I just started doing this back in January. So, shout out for everyone that's been here throughout the whole journey. But like we always say here on the Cover Seven with the Mason Pierce podcast, I don't want to I don't want to keep y'all or I don't want to keep y'all waiting. So let's get right into today's action and previewing as the first game of NFL or the 2022 NFL Week Three is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns in the Thursday Night Football. Now, as you all know, Thursday Night Football is now exclusively on Prime Video. This game will be at 7:15 p.m. Central Time on. Amazon Prime video so if you have Amazon Prime you know definitely it's gonna be something to look forward to and I do feel bad because I know a lot of people aren't able to be able to get Amazon Prime and all these subscriptions and everything like that but you know hopefully they'll be you'll be able to watch highlights and everything like that but anyway let's talk a little bit more about the game now the Steelers coming off a very disappointing loss to a New England Patriots team that absolutely fluked the week before against the Miami Dolphins you know they have a lot to prove you know they, they won't have TJ Watt this week which is definitely going to hurt when they're going up against the running game of Cleveland that features guys like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You know, they still do have Cameron Hayward and all of those guys, but overall, not having a guy with the presence like T.J. Watt is definitely going to impact the defensive side of the football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So make sure to watch out for that in this game because we might see a lot of run game by the Cleveland Browns. And then on the flip side, Cleveland is coming off a very disappointing loss to the New York Jets last week in which rookie wide receiver for the Jets, Garrett Wilson, absolutely broke out on them going for two touchdowns, which included the game-winning touchdown. So they're going to have a, they're going to have a lot to prove on defense as well for themselves because they got absolutely demolished by an offense that has no reason in competing with them. So it's going to be a very entertaining matchup to watch. It's an AFC South, uh, or not AFC South, AFC North rivalry game that I know personally I will be tuning into. So if y'all are able to tune in, this is probably going to be one of the better games of the weekend due to just the sheer fact that it is one of the best rivalries in all of the NFL. But anyway, guys, that is it for Thursday. So let's get on to NFL Sunday. And the first game of NFL Sunday that I want to talk about is going to be the Houston Texans traveling to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Now, Chicago, after having a pretty disappointing loss to Green Bay last week, and I'm not going to keep saying disappointing loss, this and that, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, a lot of people didn't expect them to win against Green Bay, myself included. 
but I thought they could have definitely done a little bit better offensively, you know, especially against especially the game they had against the San Francisco 49ers in week one. Justin Fields did not. I mean, he absolutely was abysmal. He didn't pass. He passed for under 100 passing yards, rushed for under, I think, 30 rushing yards. So definitely not his best game overall, but all the blame definitely does not deserve to go on him due to the sheer fact that the Chicago Bears just do not have an offensive line, and they're definitely going to have to figure out some type of way to be able to improve at their offensive line. But anyway, at the same time, the Houston Texans are coming off a pretty solid loss, and it's kind of weird saying solid loss, but you know they pretty much dominated a Denver Broncos offense last week that should have absolutely torched them. I mean, absolutely should have torched them. But they held Russell Wilson to an under 50 QBR. Russell Wilson only threw one passing touchdown on them. And they also got an interception off Russell Wilson. So it's going to be interesting to see how this Houston Texans defense will do against the abysmal offense of the Chicago Bears. And I know this might sound shocking, but I want to take the but if you if I was a better, I would definitely take the Houston Texans in this game due to the sheer fact that I think Davis Mills and you know he also had a pretty bad week last week against the Broncos. I think he's gonna come out here, him and Damian Pierce, and they're gonna absolutely ball out against the Chicago Bears defense. Now, anyway, guys, the next game I want to talk about is going to be between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Tennessee Titans. Now this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox, also the Texans and Bears game. It'll be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. Anyway, let's talk about the Raiders and the Titans. Now, for the Raiders, they just had an, I mean, just one of the worst defensive breakdown games and even offensive breakdown games that we have seen all season up to this point against the Arizona Cardinals last week because they were blowing out the Cardinals after the first half and they just allowed Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals to get their groove as they would come come back and beat the Oakland, or not the Oakland, oh my gosh, I'm so used to saying Oakland, as they came back and beat the Las Vegas Raiders in overtime, so pretty disappointing loss. Devontae Adams was also pretty much non-existent in this game, so that obviously should be kind of a question for concern, but I do think he'll be able to be a lot more and definitely be a huge part in the offense against the Titans. And then on the flip side for the Titans, you know, their game plan is going to pretty much still be, you know, just run the ball with Derrick Henry, get a lot of uh, play actions, just to kind of fool the defense and allow them to think that we're going to run the ball with the uh, run the ball with Derrick Henry. So in this game, I think honestly, I will expect the Las Vegas Raiders probably to get their first win of the season. I mean, I just think that the sheer fact of having guys like Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, heck, even Matt Collins and then Darren Waller against a defense that is pretty much non-existent in the form of the Tennessee Titans defense because their best players on defense. I think, I think are Zach Cunningham and Bud Dupree. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a game of can Devontae Adams get started early and can Derek Carr be able to properly and accurately throw the football. But if I was a betting man, I would definitely take the Raiders in this game. Now, the next game we're going to talk about, and this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS, and this will be the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this game... The, the Chiefs should absolutely blow out the Indianapolis Colts because what the Jacksonville Jaguars did to that Colts defense last week was honestly just one of the worst defensive performances I've ever seen. And I know they were missing Shaq Leonard. I know they were missing one of their safeties. But, I mean, you've got to be kidding me. You, you let the Jaguars score 24 points on you, and you couldn't even put a single point on the board Matt Ryan so far into the season has been looking worse than Carson Wentz, who they traded away in order to get Matt Ryan from Atlanta. So, 
definitely a huge, not only say concern, but I think Matt Ryan, you know, father time has caught up to him. And then just at the sheer fact that the Kansas City Chiefs have had one of the best offenses so far this year. You know, they had a very impressive comeback win against the Los Angeles Chargers last week on Thursday Night Football. So if I was a bettings man, once again, I would take the Kansas City Chiefs pretty much by a thousand points in this game. I mean, unless Jonathan Taylor is able to somehow break out this game, I really don't see that Indianapolis Colts offense being any type of threat to Kansas City because even Kansas City's defense so far this year has been very stout, which is kind of funny to say because they lost Tyron Matthew, Charvarius Ward, but you know they immediately were able to get some pretty decent free agent signings with guys like Justin Reed. So it'll be interesting to see, but overall, I would definitely take the Kansas City Chiefs to absolutely blow the water out of the Indianapolis Colts. Now the next game that we have and probably probably a top three game in this weekend slate is going to be the Buffalo Bills traveling down to Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins. Now this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. And all I'm going to say is is if if Miami gets the tour that we saw against Baltimore last week, uh, that Buffalo defense is definitely going to be in for a, I mean, a rude awakening because Tua, who threw six touchdown passes, in pretty much the second half of last week's game against the Baltimore Ravens. He's looking to have a very similar game alongside him, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, who each almost had 200 yards apiece. So this, I honestly, I think in my opinion, the Miami Dolphins might be able to finally get over the hump and beat the Buffalo Bills. And just the sheer fact that you have two of the fastest wide receivers in all of the NFL on the same field at the same time. And then you also have one of the better tight ends and underrated tight ends, in my opinion, and Mike Gusecki. Yeah, this will be a game that I think Miami will finally get over the hill and they will beat the Buffalo Bills. Now, Bills fans, don't hate me, but I just think that this Miami offense is one of the best offenses, honestly, in that we've seen in the NFL so far this season. Mike McDaniel has done an amazing job so far with helping Tua develop. And then the fact that, the Miami Dolphin front office went out and got Tyreek Hill. They, you know, they made some trades that they needed to, especially on the defensive side of the football. Because don't get me wrong, I know Lamar Jackson ran all over this this Dolphin defense last, yeah, Dolphin defense last week. But I still think that they they'll be able to bounce back. They'll be able. I don't think they'll shut down Stephon Diggs. I do think that Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs will put up some pretty solid numbers against Miami. But overall. I think Miami might finally be able to sniff one out in this game against the Buffalo Bills. Now, anyway, guys, the next game that we have, it is going to be the Detroit Lions traveling to Minneapolis to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Detroit, they shocked everybody as they pretty much blew out the Washington Commanders last week. Uh, Jared Goff looked like the Cal Berkeley Jared Goff. I mean, he had an amazing game. Amon Ross St. Brown absolutely exploded onto the scene with 100-plus receiving yards. The defense looked phenomenal. I mean, all around, what Dan Campbell is doing for the Detroit Lions is just phenomenal. But at the same time, we can't forget that Minnesota, they have Justin Jefferson. They have Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, who's had a pretty solid season so far up to this point. And then they also have Dalvin Cook on offense. And don't even get me started about the purple people eaters that the Minnesota Vikings have on defense with guys like Zadarius Smith, Daniel Hunter, and then, I mean, just Patrick Peterson. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Eric Kendricks. I honestly, no offense to Detroit, but I think talent-wise, Minnesota is just 10 times better. And I would fully expect Minnesota to be able to beat the Detroit Lions in this Week 3 matchup. Anyway, guys, the next game that we have is going to be the Baltimore Ravens traveling to uh, 
uh, traveling to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. Uh, I mean, I do think, in my opinion, personally, I think Lamar Jackson, if he played the same way he did against the Miami Dolphins last week, he should be able to have another similar game against this New England Patriots defense. There's nothing wrong with their defense, but definitely with them losing Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson in their secondary was huge enough. And, you know, Devon Godshaw has been pretty good. Matthew Judon's having another excellent season so far. But I just think this running offense, and even receiving, because overall, the Baltimore Ravens' offense was not bad. I think the defense just completely collapsed. We all saw that. They absolutely just got destroyed by the sheer speed of Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and then the arm of Tua Tagovailoa. But the offense for Baltimore dominated. You know, Rashad Bateman, he kind of gave a lot of people a true reason as why he was selected in the first round back in 2021. And then, I mean, just overall, they looked very solid. Mark Andrews had a pretty good day. So I do I do think that Baltimore offensively will be able to run over New England. Now, when I say run over, I say probably just they'll probably put up a buttload of rushing yards. I don't think they'll absolutely score 35-0, to zero, but they definitely should be able to put up some points on the board. And then on the flip side for the New England Patriots, their offense wasn't really that great against the Pittsburgh Steelers despite them not having T.J. Watt, their star edge rusher. Uh, the offensive line was definitely inconsistent at times. Now, first-round pick Cole Strange out of uh, Tennessee Chattanooga, he's been pretty good so far this year. And I know a lot of people clowned Bill Belichick and the whole New England Patriot organization for picking him over other prospects. But honestly, it's looking like a good pick so far. And, I mean, that's why I don't really judge New England when it comes to making first-round picks besides and kill Harry a couple years ago. But... You know, so far, it's not been a bad pick for them. Mac Jones, is he's kind of dealing with some injuries right now. I think it's a back injury, so we'll kind of have to keep monitoring that throughout the week. But honestly, I think Baltimore should be able to go into Foxborough and beat the Patriots. Now, I just surely think that they can't, that the Patriots can't single-handedly rely on their run game similar to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. So I would definitely take the Baltimore Ravens in this matchup. Now, anyway, the next game that we have is going to be between the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Jets. This game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. Now, we all saw how last year's matchup went. Mike White, who became an instant legend for the New York Jets. I mean, he went off and gave the Jets a massive win over the Cincinnati Bengals last year. Who would go on to be the AFC champions? <laughs> but anyway... Um, you know, Cincinnati, they haven't won a game yet. They lost last week at Dallas, which was a heartbreaker. Joe Burrow in that offense was just non-existent. The defense didn't play that bad at all, especially in the second half as they stopped Dallas a lot, and I mean a ton, as they only gave up that field goal, which gave Dallas ultimately the win. And then in week one, we saw the sheer disappointment that they had against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they're looking for their first win. And New York, you know, they're coming off a win, and a very impressive win against the Cleveland Browns as Garrett Wilson, their first-round pick in this past year's draft out of Ohio State. He had a breakout game. He had 100-plus receiving yards, two touchdowns, and honestly, I think he'll be able to dominate against the Cincinnati Bengals secondary that struggled massively against guys like Noah Brown and CeeDee Lamb for the Cowboys last week. So in this game, I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to say the Jets are going to be able to win this game. Nothing against the Bengals, but I just don't think Joe Burrow – I mean, he's starting to look like that lone season was a fluke. Now, now, obviously, the Jets, they don't have what you would call a top-tier defense by any means. But I think New York's offense, it's kind of weird to think that Joe Flacco also looked very good last week against the Browns, too. So, 
In my opinion, I would take the Jets, not by a lot. I'd say probably by like three or seven points. But overall, I would definitely take the Jets in this game to beat the Bengals just due to the sheer fact that I think Cincinnati probably expects to be able just to absolutely shed over the New York Jets. But anyway, guys, the next game that we're going to talk about on the afternoon slate of games is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Landover, Maryland to take on the Washington Commanders. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. Um, Washington, who is coming off a very disappointing uh, Week 2 loss, which I think a lot of people expected them to be able to easily beat the Detroit Lions after they blew out the Jacksonville Jaguars in Week 1. And then the Jaguars are going to absolutely blow out the Indianapolis Colts. So put two and two together, it looked like Washington was going to be a very solid team. And they still could be. I'm not going to say they're bad at all. They're only one and one. We're just now going into the third week of the season. But Carson Wentz has not looked that bad so far this year. I know he's made a couple boneheaded passes, especially last week against the Lions. But overall, he's been pretty solid for Washington, who's been trying to find an answer at quarterback. They tried Taylor Heineke. He had an okay couple games, obviously the wild card game against Tampa Bay a few years back. But I think finally Carson Wentz will be able to give them like kind of like a stability for a little bit. He'll be used as a bridge quarterback for potentially Sam Howell in the future. But I do think that this explosive offense from Philadelphia is just going to absolutely dismantle this Washington secondary. So I would definitely take the Philadelphia Eagles in this NFC East matchup game. Now the next game that we have in the final game of our afternoon slate is going to be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. And this is going to be the New Orleans Saints traveling to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. Not too much to say here for Carolina. Their offense has just not been able to click. For some reason, Baker Mayfield, despite having a pretty good start to his preseason, has not been able to have a pretty good start to his actual season as him and all the guys just, excuse me, as him and all his receivers just not, just for some reason, aren't able to kind of get on sync. I know Robbie Anderson had a rough week last week as he gave up a fumble that ended up being very costly as that kind of would be the points that separated the Giants and the Panthers. And then on the flip side, New Orleans, who their starting quarterback, Jameis Winston, is pretty much like being put together with glue at this point. So it's kind of a concern for them just due to the fact that they don't know how his health is. Uh, overall, I don't think they played really bad. Their defense was pretty pretty darn good as they held Tom Brady and the Bucks pretty much to under 21 points. So not a bad game by any means. I would take New Orleans in this game just due to the fact that their defense is going to dominate the abysmal offense of the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield's probably going to make a couple boneheaded passes, and I think New Orleans, despite not having a health, healthy Jameis Winston, they should be able to overcome the Carolina Panthers. Now, anyway, guys, as the first game of the late afternoon, early evening slate of games, you know, like 3.30 time slate, the first game that we have is going to be at 3.05 p.m. Central Time on CBS as the Jacksonville Jaguars travel to L.A. to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, this actually is going to be a pretty solid matchup. Um, L.A., you know, despite coming off a very disappointing loss against Kansas City, which saw starting quarterback Justin Herbert go down with some type of rib injury. We don't know the full extent yet, but we do know it is some type of rib injury, which is very concerning because we saw him struggle to even be able to run and throw the football towards the end of the Kansas City Chiefs game. And then on the flip side, 
Jacksonville just had a very dominant, and I mean very dominant, showing against the Indianapolis Colts last week where they shut them out 24-0, which is kind of funny to say that the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is clicking because I don't think any of us have said that since back in 2018 when they were called the Jacksonville Jaguars. So um, I do think, at least in my opinion, I do think that the Los Angeles Chargers should be able to win this game if Justin Herbert is playing. Now, if Justin Herbert is not playing and Keenan Allen is not playing, I would definitely take the Jaguars in this matchup just due to the fact that the Jaguars under Doug Peterson look a lot more complete. The offense looks very solid with guys like James Robinson, Travis Etienne. You know, Christian Kirk, who's actually been very solid this year. I know a lot of people won't talk about him, but he's been very solid this year for the Jaguars. And then obviously Trevor Lawrence, who finally had his breakout game last week against the Colts. So if I'm a betting man, if Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen are playing, they, even though they may not be 100%, I would take the Chargers, but if they're not playing, I would definitely bet on the Jaguars to be able to beat the Chargers in this matchup. Now, anyway, the next game that we have in this slate is the as at 3.25 p.m. Central Time on Fox as the Los Angeles Rams travel to Glendale, Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Now, both teams coming off of their first win last week are looking to be able to get their second straight win in a row. Um, L.A., Kind of had a disappointing second half against Atlanta, in which they should have blown them out completely. But they started; they gave up a ton, and I mean a ton of points, and were barely able to hold off the Atlanta Falcons. And then on the flip side, Arizona was kind of the complete opposite. They had a bad first half against the Raiders, and then the defense absolutely showed out in the second half. And in overtime, in which Byron Murphy and Isaiah Simmons would lead them to an overtime win over the very, and I mean very great offense of the Las Vegas Raiders. So this game is going to be very interesting. I think if L.A. can finally get things going on defense, if Jalen Ramsey can get back kind of into Jalen Ramsey, you know, play style, Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald, all those guys are clicking at full strength, especially against the weak offensive line of the Arizona Cardinals, and they're able to contain Kyler Murray even when he does drop out of the pocket. I do expect the Rams to be able to take care of the Arizona Cardinals. But once again, that's a big if if we do get prime Jalen Ramsey, if we get prime Aaron Donald and Bobby Wagner. And, you know, if Arizona somehow their offensive line does very well, I mean, you could expect a lot of quick passes in this game because I think Arizona already knows that they're not going to have a lot of time to get passes off, especially with the great, you know, rush that the Rams bring. So, but anyway, I honestly, I do think that the Rams will probably win this game. You know, if I'm worried as a Rams fan, it's going to be the fact that Matthew Stafford is, I think he's, I think honestly, he's still dealing with that shoulder injury. You know, he's already thrown five interceptions to start the year, which is not something you want out of your franchise quarterback. No, he hasn't been bad by any means, but is definitely concerning at the fact that he just, just does not look like the Super Bowl winning Matthew Stafford that we saw last year. But the Rams had have Cooper Cup on their offense, so that's pretty much a guaranteed touchdown almost every drive. So, once again, if I'm a betting man, I would definitely take the Rams to beat the Cardinals, despite the Cardinals playing at home. Now, anyway, the next game that we have in this slate is going to be the Atlanta Falcons traveling up to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> kind of one of the more sleeper games, so to speak. Uh, I just, no offense, both of these teams are just not really that great this year. Atlanta, I know defensively is what's really killed them. Offense has not been that bad. Cordell Patterson. Uh, Drake London starting to catch some uh, momentum. Marcus Mariota hasn't been that bad either. And then on the flip side, Free Seattle, their offense just hasn't been that great. You know, uh, Geno Smith, despite a very strong Week One, had a very weak had a very weak uh, 
very weak performance in week two against the San Francisco 49ers. And he's going to want to look to be- look to bounce back against a pretty weak Atlanta Falcons defense. But honestly, I think Atlanta's going to be very hungry to get their first win of the season. And honestly, I think if Atlanta can play you know, very solid offense, if they can get the run game of Cordero Patterson going, the passing game with Kyle Pitts and Drake London, I would fully expect the Atlanta Falcons to be able to upset Seattle up in Seattle. And honestly, you might call me crazy, but I mean, I don't think Atlanta's a horrible team by any means. I mean, they're playing better right now than the Indianapolis Colts, which is funny to think, but they are. The offense, you know, they almost beat the LA Rams last week, which is a which is a team that just won the Super Bowl last year. So, but anyway, I would personally, I would take Atlanta in this game just due to the fact that we don't know what type of Geno Smith we're going to get. We don't know if we're going to get week one Geno Smith or if we're going to get week two Geno Smith. Now, anyway, guys, the final game of this slate and probably the best game of the weekend is going to be the Green Bay Packers traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, both teams coming off of wins last week, you know, Green Bay obviously had the more dominant win over their in-division rival, the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers finally got back to playing like Aaron Rodgers. The offense looked a lot more complete with guys like Sammy Watkins and Aaron Jones. So that's definitely going to be something the Buccaneers are going to need to watch out for. But also Tampa Bay's defense, you know, they've been very solid this year so far. They held the Cowboys to only three points in week one. They held the Saints to only two points, or not two points. They only, held the, they only held the Saints to ten points in week two. And I fully expect the same thing with Green Bay because it seems like when Green Bay plays these teams with very solid defense, and especially against teams like Tampa Bay, they just kind of seem to absolutely lose it. And I fully expect, you know, despite the fact that Tampa Bay is not 100% healthy, Chris Godwin will likely not be playing in this game. We don't know yet about Julio Jones, but don't be shocked if he's not going to be active in this game. And Mike Evans, who's still, I think he's going to potentially end up getting suspended due to the whole uh, confrontation him and Mark, and him and Marshawn Lattimore had last week in the Saints and Bucks game. They may not even have their starting wide receiver. So I do think Tom Brady's going to have to step up in a massive way and lead this team over one of the best defenses in the NFL with guys like Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, Devondre Campbell, Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But overall, I do think the Bucks are gonna, their Bucks defense is going to be able to help carry them over the strong offense of Green Bay. So I would definitely take the Buccaneers at home over the Green Bay Packers, despite a very strong performance last week by Aaron Rodgers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, anyway, guys, to end off Sunday and Sunday night football, we have a pretty solid matchup as the San Francisco 49ers are traveling up to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson as their new starting quarterback. Um, San Francisco, you know, they got some bad news last week. Their starting quarterback, Trey Lance, he went down with a season-ending knee, or no, it was an ankle injury, my bad. He went down with a season-ending ankle injury, which is not something you want. But backup quarterback and the quarterback that literally led them to the Super Bowl not even three years ago, Jimmy Garoppolo, he led them to a very dominant win over the Seattle Seahawks. I think it was 27 to six, or 27 to nine. It was somewhere around that. But anyway, Jimmy Garoppolo he looked very solid in Week Two against the Seattle Seahawks. And then on the flip side, the Denver Broncos, their offense did not look that well at all. Jerry Judy left the game with an injury. Uh, Cortland Sutton, he had a dominant game, but overall, he was pretty much Russell Wilson's main target in this game, and overall, this, the Denver Broncos looked very bad against a pretty weak Houston Texan defense. Now, I'm not saying Houston Texans are bad by any means, 
But overall, the Broncos, with the talent they have on offense, should have been able to absolutely run over the Houston Texans. So in this game, give me the 49ers. It's kind of I know it's kind of funny to think, but Russell Wilson just has not been able to get his not been able to get his foot set straight. I mean, he's, I just for some reason I don't know what it is, but it just seems like Russell Wilson is not comfortable in a Denver Bronco uniform and. Honestly, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have a lot to prove in this game as well as you know why he deserves to be the starting quarterback going forward. So I would definitely take an angry Jimmy G over the Denver Broncos in this Sunday night football matchup. Now that will wrap up all of the action from Sunday. So let's move into our final game of week three, and this will be between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. This game will be played up at MetLife Stadium. The Giants, who are 2-0 to start the season, so... You know, shout out to Giant fans. Y'all finally are, you know, being able to actually get a win streak. And then for the Dallas Cowboys who, you know, unfortunately they lost their starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But backup quarterback Cooper Rush had a very dominant game last week against the Cincinnati Bengals and led them to their first win of the season. So, um... I don't really know how to feel about this game. I mean, I think of the Cowboys defense with Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, and just everyone is clicking, you know, secondary with Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis. If they all are able to click like they did against Cincinnati, I think Dallas should easily be able to beat the New York Giants. The only question mark is is if how good will Cooper Rush be? Will we get the Cooper Rush that we saw last week against the Bengals, or will we get the Cooper Rush that just absolutely just lost it all when they played Tampa Bay. Now hope now hopefully, you know, no I don't mean to be biased, but as a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping that we see the Cooper Rush that we saw against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, but once again, the wide receivers also have to be able to get off to a quick start. Guys like CD Lamb, Noah Brown, hopefully we're able to see Michael Michael Gallup who's coming off a torn ACL. And if they have Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz who I know was dealing with like a I think it was a shoulder injury or some type of injury he suffered against the Cincinnati Bengals, if he's back and healthy, I fully expect the Cowboys to be able to New York to beat the New York Giants. And once again, y'all know I don't want to show too much bias, but I mean honestly, I think overall with how dominant the Cowboys defense has been so far this year, I definitely would fully, and I mean fully expect the Dallas Cowboys to be able to beat the New York Giants in primetime football on Monday night. Now, anyway, guys, that will wrap up all of the matchups that we have coming for us in week three of the 2022 NFL season. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed my preview and predictions. I know I'm not no Stephen A or anything like that, but... I want to be able to make sure that at least y'all understand and y'all aren't completely confused when I do tell y'all certain words or phrases or just anything of that nature. But anyway, guys, I thank y'all for checking out today's preview of the NFL Week 3 that is about to come up for us. There's a lot of interesting games. I know I'm looking forward to a lot of the Sunday matchups and even the Monday night matchup. And y'all should definitely let me know which games y'all are going to be watching over the weekend alongside with college football as there will be a plenty of matchups and plenty of football for all of you beautiful people to be able to watch so anyway guys i hope y'all enjoyed today's preview make sure to check out tomorrow's or no actually i lied i lied to y'all because i'm gonna have to upload the college football preview the same day as i'm going to be uploading the nfl preview so make sure to check out both of the previews as they will go as they will be going live today the, the college football one will be going live a little bit later and it'll be live at 6 30 p.m central time so 
Anyway, guys, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend, fantastic rest of y'all's week. Make sure to watch plenty of football, and I will see y'all back here on Sunday and Monday for the recaps of the college football week four and college and then NFL week three. So anyway, guys, y'all take care, and I will see y'all then. Peace.